The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Friday. Max, what's going on? You know, it's a bad start to a show when I have to issue an apology right off the bat. To whom? To you. Me? To you. I'm issuing an apology to you uh, because I said the Raiders were a top 10 team, and um, you argued, and I argued back, and I thought you were an idiot, and... um, I might not have said that on the air, but I thought that. <laughs> I thought that you're an idiot. Uh, but I was the idiot, Arch. Uh, once again, proven to be the idiot after last night's game. So, uh, Raiders, yeah, you're shit. Panther? That's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> That's not fair. They're only shit for the last 10 minutes. And we, we've kind of seen this before, but and listen, I, I'm going to take the blame. I woke up last night at 1030, a little bit of a virus going around the caves, and uh, I popped up and I have just in time to see the Raiders go up 16 to three. I'm like, ah, they got this in the bag. Rams fucking suck. And I went back to bed and imagine my surprise when I get up to go to work <laughs> and I'm like, wait, is this a typo? What the fuck happened? Did Tom Brady start playing for the Rams? I mean, yes, yeah. We're, we're gonna we're gonna touch. We can probably touch on some Tom Brady comparisons and people and the way defensive coordinators uh, play play defense at the end. But um, yeah, I mean, let's break into it, Max. We've got Thursday night football. Usually sucks, and it did suck for fifty minutes. But uh, God damn it, if the Raiders didn't let the Rams back in it and make it interesting. Oh, Panther, can yeah. I correct you? The Raiders raided all over themselves. Oh. Uh, they've been watching too many Charger games. I'm oh, just... <laughs> yeah, man. No. Um, it's it, it's astounding, though, man. I mean, this is, you know, again, to, uh, you, you did a, a pretty good recap here, but I mean, it was it was had to be, what, eight minutes left, seven minutes left? I mean, there wasn't a lot of time left in the game uh, when, when the Rams started their first 78-yard uh, drive up the field. And so they, they, you know, they scored that touchdown. Uh, Baker looked fucking like solid in that fourth quarter. Um, you know, this is a guy that got cut on his team on Monday, uh, got picked up by the Rams on a Tuesday, flew cross country, uh, read the playbook on the flight, which I made the joke already puts him at a huge advantage over Kyler Murray because, <laughs> you know, Kyler Murray's never read a playbook in his life. Um Read the playbook, had, I think, 20 snaps of practice, like a very sh- limited practice on, on, on Wednesday. Didn't start the game. Uh, Wolford did that first drive. It went nowhere. And McVay is like fucking short hook. Just I'm going to throw Baker in there and see what we got. And uh, he looked he looked comfortable out there. I think he made an instant uh, connection with with some of those Rams wide receivers. I I would have loved to see Cooper Cup out there with him. For fuck's sake, uh, yeah, a guy probably would have put up like 300 fucking yards. Um, he looked comfortable out there. I think he had his confidence back, you know, a little bit of swagger. Everyone after the game was just talking about how 
they want to fight for fucking Baker. And this mm. is, I think this is the difference. This is what we talk about. This is, you know, the, you can talk about fucking Zach Wilson. Maybe he's got a better, you know, arm or skill set or whatever than, than Baker. You, you, when a guy wants to fight for you in a fucking locker room or battlefield or whatever the fuck it is, if someone wants to fight with you, they're going to play harder, it seems. And they're, they're going to make maybe stretch their fingers out a little bit more for uh, a pass that's off target a little bit. Yes. The, those, yes, those guys fucking fought like shit for Baker last night, and that's why they won that game. They 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 stormed back that seventy eight yards, and then it was uh, ninety eight yards. Wow, they fucked up a punt. Um, you know, got it at the two yard line, and and ten seconds left, fucking hit Van Jefferson for that game winner. I mean, uh, this this was. Uh, I, again, I think it was a team performance. I'm not going to put this on Baker. I think Baker played well. He, he, it was probably the best quarterback uh, performance we've seen in, I don't know, about 10 weeks in, in for the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that. Um, but it's not like he played excellent, but on sh- literally the shortest of fucking short weeks for him. Like, like doesn't even know the fucking offense. Uh, picked things up really quickly, uh, played his ass off and, and, yeah, I mean the Raiders definitely lost that game. Let's 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 not take that uh you know out of consideration, right? The the Raiders fucking lost that game. Um, I I think I you know it was I'm gonna pull up the stat. Um, but I, the number of of uh, fourth quarter fucking uh games that they've blown this season hasn't been done since 1930. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's uh, let's let the Chargers off the hook here. I think the Raiders definitely raided things up. Well, oh, I mean, like you said, they are a fringe top ten team. They just can't <laughs> they can keep beating themselves. Like, listen, they dominated that game, but the Rams had less than three hundred yards total yards, and they had one hundred seventy of them in those last two drives. Like the Rams could get nothing going. And uh, but I'm going to pin this on the, a little bit on the offense. We'll get to the defense in a minute. Four trips into the red zone, two field goals, and one horrible, horrible uh, interception by Derek Carr. I don't know what the fuck he was doing with that little butterfly. He fluttered up in there in the middle. There wasn't even a receiver where he threw it. I don't know what the fuck Derek Carr was doing. And then the defense. I saw it on Twitter. I saw um, Baker Mayfield's after the game. Well. 15 seconds left, and they're like, wait, you guys are running press coverage with 15 seconds left? Okay, Van Jefferson, to the corner, please. Like, what the fuck are the Raiders doing? It's like everything they could do wrong, they did it. You you hit it right on the head. The Raiders squandered this. They had this game in the bag, and for 10 fucking minutes, they couldn't do anything right at the end of the game. I don't know if you put I want to put a rookie cornerback on Van Jefferson (laughs) when it's, you know, uh, it's, it's do or die. But they did, and uh, that's that's what happened. Baker looked uh, sharp, though he got throwing some pretty good balls there for mm-hmm. for forty eight hours of you know knowing the plays. But I I'm, I'm blown away. It was very impressive, and I heard something. I don't know if this is true or not. I didn't get a chance to verify, but this is the first time this season that the Rams have had the same guys playing the same positions on offensive line two weeks in a row. Yeah, yeah, that's I, that made a huge fucking difference. Baker had time. Yeah, he was he was you know uh, I think um, uh, what's his name uh, uh, um, Max um, what the fuck's this guy's name the, the the edge rusher for the Raiders I think maybe got to him once. I mean they they did they did um, yeah, one a time. great job of um, 
of protecting him out there. And yeah, the, that offensive line when when it's healthy and it's out, you know, we saw I saw it last week, remember, against Seattle. I was like, man, mm-hmm. like Wolford's got fucking time in the pocket right now. Yeah. Um, Baker made some sharp throws, though. Like, I think it was it was one of like it looked like his shoulder was right for the first time in a year. He made some really good throws. The Raiders blew some fucking coverage, though. So, I mean, some guys are just wide open. But, you know, Baker saw those and hit those. The the the, the other two backup quarterbacks. And Wolford's a backup quarterback. And, and fucking Perkins is a backup quarterback. Those guys don't have that, you know, experience like Baker does. He's been a starter in this league for, what, five years now, Baker? I, you know, yeah. I mean... He's he, he put up a, a good performance. It was optimistic. I'd like to see what McVeigh can do with him. Um, so the, the stat I was going to pull up before I get into a fucking story. Raiders are now 0-4 this season when leading by at least 10 points. First time uh, since 1930 that that's, that that's happened. When they go up 10 points, they're 0-4. 0-4 this season. And that has not happened since 1930. That's uh, unbelievable. Unfucking believable right there. That 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 that's Baltimore Ravens esque, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this this one rivaled the the Arizona collapse uh boy, a couple months ago. But uh, to your point on Baker, yeah, he got off the plane at seven fifteen on Tuesday. So, so not even forty eight hours before uh kickoff. But uh, listen, I agree with what you said. He had swagger, great play calling. Sean McVay with the play calling it was quick and he didn't sit back in the pocket it was snap one one thousand two one thousand throw he was quick to get rid of the ball the offensive line did a great job i mean i think the question starts becoming now if if stafford's done the the question is going to become not now but over the next four games whatever they got left is mayfield our guy right yeah, this is an audition, I, I, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is definitely an audition. I think, yeah, and I think that there's mutual. Um, I, I'd say uh, not appreciation, but uh, uh, you know, both parties. I think want it to work. I th- I think Mayfield wants this opportunity to to, to play with McVeigh. Uh, the story, the anecdote that I heard, uh, uh, McVeigh was telling it is when before uh. uh Baker was was drafted, so there there there's a flight to the combine, and McVeigh happens to be on that flight with Baker Mayfield, and so um, McVeigh's like, we don't need a quarterback, you know, we 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 have Jared Goff, we just made it to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff, <laughs> dot dot dot, uh, wait a couple of years there, uh, Sean, because you, you fucking tossed him under the bus, but anyway, at the time he's like, well, we're not drafting a quarterback, but I want to talk to this guy, so he gave Baker like thirty minutes to himself, and then plop, plopped down next to Baker on the plane, he's like, hey, let's talk some ball. <laughs> And so just like chatted for the rest of the flight um, and, and, you know, Baker like walked away. It's like, it's like, man, this guy is a football genius. He just lives and breathes football. Like that was the first impression that he had of Sean McVay. It's like, he's like, it's like this guy just, he sees everything. He sees things that people aren't seeing out there. And I think that that was that where, where that relationship even began way back then. And so I think that there is this um, hope that Baker can, can make this work. If, if Stafford is definitely uh, done, then, you know, Baker has this opportunity to be a starter, even if Stafford isn't done i i mean being second on uh behind stafford's not a bad thing because you know stafford probably ain't gonna make it a fucking full season from here on out in his career you know yeah um and he's got a lot of seats left anyway yeah so i i i do think that that this is definitely an audition this was a good, a good first audition i'd like to see what happens once the playbook starts to uh open up a bit you know uh, thursday in general is a, is a limited playbook thursday with a guy that's seen the playbook once was limited but then mcveigh started opening up more plays as the game went on 
Um, you actually saw Sean looking at uh, the, the play calling card, which he doesn't do. Uh, you know, I've, I've watched a lot of Rams games. He he has he has got the fucking playbook memorized and like, but at times he was even looking at the cards like, okay, what can I open up to Baker now, right? So I think I'd like to see what happens when there's more options on the table. Because um, my, my fear is maybe there's some regression at that point when when things get a little too complicated. But you know what I saw yesterday, and the Rams had a lot of success doing it last year, was the goddamn play action. It looked fucking beautiful out there. They muffed up one of them. They fucked up one of them really badly, but it looked beautiful out there. I think that's because the offensive line was healthy and Akers got things going. Akers was moving around and, and the defense was was reacting to Akers. So when they did the play action, it looked really good last night. You know, piggybacking off of your story, I don't know if you guys had heard this. The night before Carolina cut him, Baker Mayfield had already booked a flight to L.A. Uh. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he had no conversation with, with um, McVay. But no, no, he, no, uh, no, no, no. But I, I think he had a hint. He had a hunch that yeah. uh, he, might be, he might be flying out to L.A. I, I, Baker asked for his release. So you guarantee that there was a conversation, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, with mm-hmm. someone in L.A. Mm-hmm. before Baker requested his release. I guarantee that this is what happened. McVay's like, Baker. Ask out, we'll fucking pick you up. We, yeah. You know, done. Please. And so that's exactly what fucking happened. Yeah. Especially, the Rams can't draft a quarterback. They need to find somebody. They have no yeah. draft picks. They're not drafting no, quarterbacks. No. They got mm-hmm. they, this is this perfect, perfect uh, st- uh, sequence of events for the Rams here to pick up Baker because if Stafford's done, they're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and listen, I don't think that there's, I mean, there's going to be a slew of these like fucking first round busts that are out there. And, out of the bunch, like again, I, I think Darnold probably has the most talent upside of those bunch, but he he's remember this is the guy that saw ghosts on the field. Yeah. Do you really want him fucking leading your team? Uh, Zach Wilson probably has again more skill set than Baker does, but no one wants to fucking play with him. So out of the, out of like these young bust quarterbacks, and Kyler Murray can't read a fucking playbook. Uh, Baker might be your best option for someone like Sean McVay, who knows what to do with a guy that has a certain skill set, we'll say, right? He knows how to make someone a little bit better than he might actually be. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm optimistic. I really am. I, I, as a Rams fan, I enjoyed the fuck out of that. I mean, you know, not to say um, it was reminiscent of that, that Super Bowl uh, back in 2000, but the game went at like that Super Bowl in 2000 where it was boring as fuck for three quarters. And then the fourth quarter was really fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, like we said yesterday, I think we're all rooting for Baker. We'd like to see Baker succeed. And it looks like Sean McVay would be the best, you know, best coach he's worked under. Might be a match made in heaven. I kind of hope he stays. I'm not rooting for Stafford necessarily to, to retire. But it looks like the Rams might have set themselves up if that is the case with Matt Stafford. Yeah, good news for Baker is he plays a really shitty defense next game, so it, it's looking good. It's looking good. He's got game too, right? Uh, yeah, Eleven yeah, days to Green prepare. Bay, Green, Green Bay, Monday night. Yeah, in, in Lambeau. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, he's he's played in Cleveland, so it doesn't. I don't think the fucking colder. The, no, no, no. Matter, cold doesn't him. phase him. That idiot. No. Um, hey, guys, fucking headbutts people with no helmet. Yeah, exactly. On. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to wait until the end to talk comments because it's specific to the game. So before we go to the break, yeah. I just want to get through this. Um, 
uh, uh, <laughs> Unit of Knowledge asking, is there a way not to recap last night's game? Oh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Rory saying Baker fucks. Oh, yeah, that's for does. damn sure. Uh, Unit of Knowledge saying, of course, Raiders lost that. Totally agree. Uh, who's your daddy saying bankrupt? That's what happened when I bet NBA. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll save that for NBA talk because that's for fucking sure. I'm, I'm with you. Who's your daddy on that one? Uh, Baker didn't hurt the Rams, but the Raiders blew that shit. Um, I am the black cat is what you know, just saying, uh, I said, top 10, all my fault. Listen, I said fringe top 10. And at this point, the Houston Texans are fringe top 10 compared to the Raiders as well. Um, 45, se- uh, 45 seasons, longest TD drive in 45 years in the last two minutes. Holy shit. Wow. Um, and then uh, Nardug saying, do we know how long Baker is signed now? Uh, did they take over the Carolina contract? My understanding is he's a free agent after this year. He will be a free agent after this year. So oh. that that's uh, that that's what happens. Um, but I, listen, again, um, he's got a few weeks to he's going to be the starter from here on out. You know, in, injury uh, injury aside, I mean, even even, you know, even the shoulder injury won't stop him, I'm guessing. Uh, but this guy is going to fucking play here on out. And yeah, it's if. I think I think that there's going to be Baker Mayfield in Los Angeles next year is my guess. <laughs> you know, I think it's going to work out. Looks like you're right. He is a free agent after this. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Ooh. Cool. I, listen, uh, uh, an entertaining fourth quarter of a Thursday night game. I, I'll take it. Listen, you know, I mean, most people tuned out. Most people fell asleep. It, it, you know. 16 you see 16 to 3 and it's like oh my god this is you know uh but uh you know we 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 criticized i guess the the last game that you know ended like it's 17 to 16 or close enough uh this one at least had some entertaining uh you know elements to it in 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 the end so um go go uh jeff bezos yeah you had a you had a good quarter last night (laughs) um Amazon's looking for a good quarter right now with fucking uh, Christmas around the corner. Uh, you know, I think I, I live in a cul-de-sac. I think I saw four fucking Amazon uh, trucks parked on my cul-de-sac. Uh, I don't know if they were having coffee break or just delivering houses to the four fucking houses that live in my cul-de-sac because that seems uh, efficient. Anyway, uh, let's talk about the book club because uh, only there, only there can you see how good the DJ Parlay does. I think we talked about it in the pre-show. We lost the DJ parlay yesterday. I would I won't say that we lost the DJ parlay yesterday. I say Houston Rockets lost at Forest because they can go fuck themselves. Really, the San Antonio Spurs? You lost to the goddamn Spurs? Fuck's sake! So you can you you can you can follow the DJ parlay, but more importantly, you can follow Phil. Right? You can follow Phil. You can follow all of his great picks. Uh, get access to the book club, our private Discord, by going to thedgens.net or everyone hates wentz.com speaking of quarterbacks pl- people don't like to play for there you go perfect segue uh get a a, a free three-day trial you got three days absolutely free you can learn what we're all about here and then after that it's only 25 dollars a month uh you can have fun with us uh you know spicy memes fucking pop culture but mostly sports betting pretty much sports betting you can get a lot of that if you book it over to the book club guess who's back Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. 
Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. NBA. NBA, oh. Uh, now I can read uh, Who's Your Daddy? Yeah. Uh, bankrupt, that's what happens when I bet the NBA. Uh, I, I agree. I agree. I am, I'm, I'm not doing well in the NBA this year, guys. Not at all. Um, I, I don't really have a path forward. So I, I woke up this morning, and I really said I'm going to run my numbers. And bet the complete opposite. I oh. I was I was gonna do it. I was gonna do it, and um, I, I'm an idiot because I didn't do that. Because oh. uh, let's start off with Washington, Indiana. I've uh, really not had much luck betting the Pacers this season yet. I still keep doing it. It's the definition of insanity, right there. I I wonder um, how great they would be if I just stopped betting them. They're already an above 500 team, but if if my bad mojo wasn't fucking them over, they'd be Boston Celtics good. <laughs> Because even my my bad NBA betting hasn't stopped the fucking Celtics this year. I've ripped the goddamn Band-Aid off so many times, and the Celtics keep winning. Uh, but no, listen, I, the Pacers are a pretty good team, and, and they're even better at home, and, and they're coming into this one uh, with the advantage because Washington, the team they're playing, is banged up. Uh, Beal's going to be out. Porzingis is held together with fucking duct tape and twine at this point. And after that loss to Chicago the other night, the, the Bullets have now lost four in a row. They've dropped to three and nine on the road. So I think this is an opportunity for the Pacers to win this one. Um, Ten dollar money line bet on Indiana. Uh, not a game I'm on. I think I do like Indiana, but despite their record, I don't you just sit there and expect regression, like they're overperforming, and this isn't who we thought they were. But listen, Miles Turner's blocking shots. Uh, Halliburton is putting up, you know, MVP type numbers. Um, this team's for real, buddy. Buddy Heels hitting three pointers with with no uh, Bradley Beal playing this game. Uh, you got to think like Indiana's got all the check marks as far as the talent on the floor. Somehow 
there's always seems to be this overcorrection. I'm leaning the Pacers. I just I couldn't get to a side of this one. I do believe the Pacers win, but at the plus five, I want a piece of the Wizards. I think this is going to be a very close game. I'm going to put my ten bucks on the Wiz plus the five. Hopefully, we both win. Helpful. It doesn't really happen that way. Never shakes out. No, like you, usually, usually not. Uh, last one up for me, Minnesota, Utah. Uh, my instant reaction without looking at anything here was that Utah was the play. And then I saw that Sexton was out. Conley is out. Markinen is injured as well. And after factoring all of that into my numbers, I am still betting the Jazz. I just don't think much of this Timberwolves team, especially with that cat out there. And even with cat out there, it just seemed like a collection of players. Not a cohesive cohesive team. It's just a collection of players. I still don't fucking get the Gobert trade. Can someone uh, someone explain this goddamn Rudy Gobert trade to me? Panther, when it's your turn, please explain this fucking Rudy Gobert trade to me. And the Edwards uh, D'Lo backward, just it, it's confusing. D'Lo is technically the point guard. Edwards has the ball in his hand more so than fucking D'Lo. Mm. A guy that fucking loves to create. You got Edwards fucking uh, passing the ball uh, and distributing the ball and getting the ball out of Dealer's hands. I just don't understand what they're doing in Minnesota. They've got talented players. It doesn't seem like they're putting it all together. Uh, I faded them last time out, ironically, against the Pacers. I lost that one, but fucking I'm going to fade them again today. $10 bet on Utah. Uh, so answering your question, in theory, I think what they were thinking was they watched Carl Anthony Towns win a three-point shootout last year in, in the, you know, the skills competition. And, okay, so we have a Rudy Gobert playing center. We push Cat out to the three-point line, gets him more some isolation. Gobert doesn't score. He's just a big rebounder. And it just hasn't worked out the way they thought. And in theory, I get what they thought they were going to do, maybe a Twin Towers kind of thing, but it really has not happened. And part of that has to do with Rudy Gobert's inability to be effective in the paint as a scorer, uh, and two, Carl Anthony Downs now being hurt. So, um, yeah, it, this is a tough, tough team to trust, and even more so on the road. Even with all those injuries that you rattled off about the Jazz, this Minnesota team has a history of not being very good on the road. I'm going to lay the three points and put my $10 on the Jazz. Uh, good news. You only have to lay two. Oh, Vegas disagrees. All right. And we just talked about this uh, before the show started. We have another kiss of death here. I like the Jazz minus two. I, I, I really do. I think they win by closer to five. So let's do it. Uh, throw my 10 bucks on the Jazz and watch the T-Wolves just dominate. All right, lock in the Jazz for your uh, uh, DJ Parlay pick. <laughs> That's it for me, Panther. I think you got a, a three more? Three more. Fuck. Start on the East Coast. The Philadelphia 76ers are going to host the Lakers. Our favorite team to shit on. Opportunity is knocking. I still hate the Lakers, and I only have to lay three points. It smells like it might be a trap, but I don't care. Give me the Sixers for 10 bucks. Yeah, it does seem like uh, both Davis and LeBron will play. Uh, they're listed with probable tags, so that's probably they play. Uh, I don't know. Was, uh, what's the line? I had three and a half earlier. Four. Is it three? It's four. Going to lean the Lakers with a four. I think. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think much of this Lakers team, especially on the road. But um, also, I've also had shit luck betting the fucking uh, six. They, they are absolutely the worst team I fucking bet on all season. Like I, I cannot get a Sixers game right one way or the other. Um, so I'm off this one, that's for sure. But I'll lean the Lakers with the points. At the plus four, I want a piece of the Lakers. Yeah, sorry, Panther, I got to disagree. So I'm jumping on the Lakers for ten bucks. Oh, that's okay. Did I get a? Did I get the Sixers minus three? Three and a half. Three and a half. All right. Well, 
This means <laughs> Vegas agrees. Milwaukee is going to Dallas. Dallas, one of the more predictable and frustrating teams all at the same time. Milwaukee's just good and healthy, but man, Luca, it's his MVP to lose. This guy's been a one man wrecking crew and they're at home. I'll take my one point and put it on the maps. Yeah, some moral support here. Um, I got Dallas winning this one. I, th- I think Dallas hold, holds home court here as as well as Luka plays. And I know Milwaukee's a great team, and Mi- now Middleton's back. I, you you, you got to feel I, I won't say bad for for the Bucks, but they got to be looking at the Celtics right now and going, "Mother fuck, we got to deal with that eventually." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, so this is a good opportunity for them to step up against a, a quality team, uh, and that's what Dallas is at home. Let's not talk about them on the road, but they're at home right now. And, and yeah, I think Dallas could win this one. Uh, Moral support lean on the Mavs. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning the Mavs here with you, but I couldn't quite couldn't quite get there. Uh, I never know what to think of the Mavericks. <laughs> uh, so lean all the moral support in the world. Uh, here's what I think of the Mavericks. I won't bet on them again unless it's only at home. <laughs> uh, last game up Sacramento on the road going to Cleveland. Uh, you know, Sacramento is one of those up and down the court, push the pace. Uh, they like to, you know, tempo and score a lot and outscore their own defense going against a Cleveland team that is equal to the task. These guys can go up and down the floor. They can push the pace, but they play much better defense. And if Cleveland could play on the road as well as they do at home, they might be right there with, you know, a Boston Celtics kind of record. They are at home here, and I think they hold serve. I'll lay the five and a half points and put $10 on the Cavs. Yeah, it's funny, too. Um, I, I thought this line was a, a little big. Like, honestly, I, I, had, this, I had this a little bit closer. Um, I know Sacramento is, is, you know, not, like, excellent on the road, and, and the Cavs are pretty much, you know, literally, not literally, but almost literally unbeatable at home. But the line kind of made me scratch my head and made me think I saw the uh, injury tag next to De'Aaron Fox, um, questionable tag. And, and with the line, I just figured that he's probably going to sit out or, or maybe not play the entire game. And that gave me pause. I, I was almost I was almost going to bet Sacramento on the money line here. I thought there was some value in Sacramento actually going in and stealing a win. But um, the De'Aaron Fox thing, if, without him, I don't think they have a chance, especially with Mitchell uh, out there. So I'll lean the Kings here. But, uh, yeah, I can't bet it. Yeah, I'll I'll lean with you, Panther, on this uh, Cavs play, but I I can't quite get there either. So, again, just a hollow moral support from me. Yeah, I was I was loosely there, but then when I looked at their track record at home, like when they win, they win big, and that's kind of what pushed me over the ledge. Those are my NBA picks, Arch. You I got do, anything else? I do have one left. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Canada is going to Florida, and it is eight and a half. I think that's too many points here. I think the magic keep it within like six ish around there. So I think eight and a half is too many and I'm going to take it. Give me the magic plus eight and a half over the Raptors. I didn't know DeSantis let your kind down there, Arch. Uh, he shouldn't. <laughs> you should keep Canada way away from that place. <laughs> uh, I agree with you. I think it's too much. I think Orlando's proven to be a pretty good home team, um, they, and, and they can keep things closer. I like Toronto. They're healthier now. They are one of the better teams, but yeah, same thing. They are much better at home than they are on the road. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll lean uh, Orlando with you. Man, I really wanted a piece of this Magic team, but they're still trying to find their identity. The One of the things that they haven't had in nearly two years 
his health. Markel Fultz is back. Jalen Suggs is back. You know, they, they've got depth on their first and second unit, but they can't figure out who's playing point guard and, and what they're doing with everybody. I think that confusion gave me a little regression on the magic. I think they keep it within the eight and a half. Uh, so I'll lean Orlando. Right. That's all I had. Let's uh, go over to the NHL. Head over to the ice. Um, start off with the Seattle Kraken and the Washington Capitals. You know, uh, Kraken cooled off a little bit recently. You know, they've dropped two in a row. They, they lost to an awful Montreal team. They lost to an underperforming uh, Florida team. And now they've been outscored nine to three over their last two games. Uh, not not a good way to, uh, you know, close close shop in Seattle before uh, heading on a road trip. Washington, they're returning home after, I'd say, a successful road trip of their own. Uh, they've won three of five. One of those road losses, funny enough, was an overtime loss against the Kraken. Uh, Philip Grabauer was the goaltender in that one, and he played extremely well. Um, Martin Jones set to be in goal tonight, and he's uh, had a rough go lately. A overall, great season. But lately been kind of a mess. He's given up four or more goals in each of his last four games. That includes giving up eight in that fucking shit show against the Kings a few weeks back. Um, Darcy Kemper going to be in goal for the Capitals today. He's been on a hot streak lately. So looking at this on the surface, Washington at home, they've got the better goalie, I feel. They've, they're they you know playing uh, better offense as of late. And here's where I zag when you thought I was going to zig. I'm still going to go with Seattle. I think the, the Kraken travel extremely well. I'm getting a plus line on them, and I think Jones bounces back. He's, he's proven over the course of this season that he's a much better goalie than he has been over the last two weeks. I'm losing value on this by fucking talking longer than than I probably should be. So $11 bet on Seattle. I was so tempted, but, you know, they, they've been decent. I would have been all over if Seattle was at home, but on the road, I'm just kind of leaning Seattle. So not a game I'm on, leaning on the Kraken. I think they're 8-1-1. One, and one. I think they're better on the road than they are at home, honestly. Mm. I don't know, I just watched I'm gonna, it. I'm going to double check that, but I, th- I actually think that they're a better road. Yeah, they're eight, one, and one away and seven, six, and two at home. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, much, they travel much better than playing in, in Seattle. So, I mean, that, that was really one of those. Th- it was between them playing well on the road, Washington, a bit of an old mirage. And the fact is, uh, Jones can't be that shitty for for the rest of the season. You know, he's got he's got to, all of, all of the fucking advanced metrics say that you know he's going through a funk and that he should bounce back. I'm just hoping that all fucking comes together today. <laughs> uh, last one up for me. I hit on the Winnipeg Jets yesterday, and I'm going to double dip. Uh, Jets gonna have uh, David Riddich in goal tonight. Uh, and while he's you know definitely a drop off from Helbyuk, I think the same could be said about almost every other fucking goalie in this league. Uh, Helbyuk is one of the top goalies in the league, so I mean you know your backup's going to be a drop off. Now he's not that terrible of a drop off. This guy's pretty dependable as a backup, and facing a Blackhawks offense that is absolutely fucking terrible, they've been blanked in their last two games. And when these two teams faced off uh, about a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks ago, Winnipeg handled them seven to two. If this wasn't a back-to-back situation, if it wasn't a backup goalie for Winnipeg, this line could easily be minus 225. So I'll consider this a fucking value bet. $11 (laughs) on the Jets. I wasn't sure what to think about it, but I thought it was definitely a value play because the Blackhawks do suck. They've sucked for, what, the last two and a half years. So, listen, it was an automatic pick. We're in agreement. I'm taking Winnipeg for 10 bucks. All right. I think you got two more, right? I got two more. Let's talk about San Jose going to Anaheim. 
This isn't really an endorsement on the Sharks as much as it is an indictment on the Ducks. The Ducks suck, and it's not really that close. So at minus 120, I think there's value on San Jose. I'm going to put 10 bucks on the Sharks. Totally agree, and and I'll say Vegas agrees. This line has been dropping. I, I think I saw it at like minus 103 last night, minus 115 about an hour and a half ago. You get minus 120 pretty much across the board. Maybe at Sports I don't have a Sports Illustrated. Does anyone have a Sports Illustrated? Yeah, I think yeah. Get, <laughs> yeah. Get, get to the minus 118 if someone gets the fucking Sports Illustrated. But I don't know who who makes those lines there. I think they just pull fucking lines out of the hat at that fucking sports book. Uh, I, I, yeah, more support. Lean the San Jose Sharks with you. All right, last game up. The Islanders are traveling across whatever body of water you guys have over there. Going to take on New Jersey. Your team kind of shocked you weren't on this. I know minus 195 typically is outside of your wheelhouse, but the way New Jersey's playing and the way the Islanders have been playing recently, I actually thought there was some value here. So uh, let me put 10 bucks on your New Jersey Devils. Yeah, I, I was I was short of the implied probability. Not much. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Like I do think Devils should win this one. Uh, I do believe it's the Hudson River is where they're coming across from. So, uh, you know, uh, named oh, after sorry, Tom uh, Hanks landed that airplane, right? Yeah, it, it named after Henry Hudson. So, uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Sully over there. Uh, I Yeah, I think the Devils win this one. It's just, yeah, it's a tad bit out of my comfort zone. Um, I don't mind betting minus 200 if the implied probability tells me to do so. It just wasn't there. It was probably like 2 3%, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was significant enough for me to back off. But, yeah, moral support lean on the Devils. Hmm. All right, that's all I got on the ice. Any value on Colorado plus one thirty at home? Yes. Now, listen. I you know here here's the thing with Colorado is I I know that they're completely banged up. They lost McKinnon. This team is is kind of like uh, a bit of a mess. Um, Rangers offense have found it lately, so that's the fucking scary thing. Remember, I've been saying that for uh, a couple weeks now. It's like the, eventually that Rangers offense is going to pick things up, and that's going to be scary as fuck. They 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 came out and fucking killed it in their last game but this isn't a team that can pull things together for three fucking periods this is this is an offense that really looks great for one period at a time i think colorado at home with the plus line is is a value play yeah i'm, I'm definitely leaning uh the avalanche there yeah the fact that we were home with a plus line scared me the shit off and they already did me wrong when they couldn't even take out tampa bay so i i might be done with the abs i just don't know who this team is all right uh max any comments to speak of uh, Kyle joined. He said, morning, bitches. Uh, Rory uh, likes the Lakers pick. Uh, mm-hmm. Kyle saying he'd lean the Lakers money line if the Sixers weren't so damn good at home. Uh, fact that they're getting four is wild. And uh, dropping some gifts in there. I think he's uh, he's giving me some uh, high marks on my fucking history lessons here. Uh, spoiler alert. I, I have a Bachelor of Arts in history, guys. This is that is what my fucking degree is. Um, if you guys want to, you know, chat some uh, early American history, some uh, New Jersey history, uh, yeah, yeah, go fuck yourselves. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> what did we talk about today? We talked about Baker Mayfield for MVP. Uh, we talked about the NBA and NHL. Of course, Max, that is it. That is it. Let us know what you think about our picture. Because anyone speaks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute, no matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode panther take us home you know we agreed on those winnipeg jets did we not we did they uh they hit on the parlay last night i'll give it another fucking shot winnipeg jets for me i like it arch what do you got i'm gonna take the wizards plus five washington plus the five that leaves the kod for me Mm. 
I'll take the Jazz minus the two. And uh, yeah, that'll be, that'll be it. I'm trying to navigate a turn here while I'm going through this parlay. So we've got Winnipeg, we've got the Utah Jazz, and we've got who'd you take, Arch? Uh, the Wiz. Wizard. Oh, Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Washington against the Pacers. Plus five, right? Mm-hmm. That'll be your DJ parlay for the day. Listen, I since we're handing out apologies today, Max, I owe somebody an apology. I have dropped the ball for the last couple days. We had a new subscriber, and I missed it, and now I have to give him a shout-out. Uh, Wolverine Chef, I'm going to assume you're a big Marvel fan, a big uh, you know, Logan, uh, Hugh Jackman fan. I mean, I can't think of any reason why anybody else would use the word Wolverine, and maybe you're, you're a big chef, so you come in the, the barbecue chat and the different things we do in there. So Wolverine Chef... Welcome to the ge- yeah, yeah, degeneracy. Maybe he's here. got like a bunch of knives like Wolverine and that's how he fucking uh, cuts. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, that's how he does his mise en place with all these fucking Wolverine type knives, right? Um, question, I, Panther. Mr. Fisted is listening uh, live. Did you give him a shout out when he joined uh, a couple weeks ago? I can't remember. I did. I did. Okay. I did right. give Mr. Fisted. Yep. The Mr. Fist, uh, f- uh, f- fitted, not Mr. Fisted. Jesus Christ. No, you're not Mr. Whoa. Fisted. Mr. Whoa. Fitted. I'm not talking about Kyle here. Uh, hey. <laughs> Mr. Fitted uh, is listening live. Uh, thank you. Thank you for listening. Hey, Arch is trying to get us away from the X ratings, Max. Stop it. <laughs> oh, my God. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But mostly it's right here in the book club. That's where you can listen to us live. Come in here and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.